Welcome to Chatsunami. Hey everyone, hope you're having a good Wednesday and welcome to the second episode of Chatsunami. This week we are going to be talking about probably a little indie gem that you might have heard of in the past known as Halo. Joining me today, you might recognise his awesome voice, it is the one and only Adam. Hi Adam, thank you for joining me today. Hi there, thank you very much for having me and for your your wonderful compliments. Well, when the cheque bounces, that's all I've got, you know, just (laughs) just compliments. Bye. <laughs> you can just pay me in compliments. That is That's true. I, keep me going. I try my. What can I say? I try my best. <laughs> and you succeed. So. Oh, of course. So yeah, today we are going to be talking about Halo, which is a series that both of us have quite a history with. Oh, definitely. Well, I think we we have a we have like a, a kind of long term history with yeah. it, but. Of recent, we also have a very, a very recent and prolific short-term history now, oh, thanks that, to thanks to your channel. Oh, that is true. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that was probably the second game that we streamed together on the channel, like as a co-stream. I think it was the first proper one we did because I know we we did the the GTA one almost as like mm-hmm. a just as like as a way to try it out and obviously for some some fun as well. But I think Halo Halo Three was the first proper one. If I'm remembering rightly, like where we sat down. And yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It was. Because I was trying to think, like, of all the compilation videos that I've put out, and I was thinking, what was the, like, very first one? And I think it was, like, the Halo 3 uh, playthrough that we did. Yeah, it was the very first compilation video I did. It's the, like, yeah, the first compilation video I edited together and everything. Just before we jump, like, right into the meat of, like, the main topic, how would you describe, Adam, how would you describe if someone like asked you about Halo and said what is Halo what would you say oh damn you put me on the spot here now um I would say that Halo is a wondrous experience that I think if you have I think if you're into gaming and you have friends who are also into gaming Mm -hmm. I do think that Halo at least one of the Halo series is a game that you should play with friends because I I think it's a I think it's just one of these I think it's just a great experience like just to play with friends and stuff and I think it's it's just just a game that really is made much that much better by by playing with others and you you can still like I think there are still good games to play for the most part by yourself as well but I definitely think it's a game for it's a game for friends. That, that's what I would if I had a tagline for Halo. A game for friends. Yeah, I mean, it seems a lot more accessible. I have to admit than a game like Call of Duty or yeah. I mean, I haven't played Fortnite, but you know, like those kind of games yeah. where it's like they're a lot more. I mean, you've got a competitive scene in Halo and things, but it yeah. seems as if it's like a lot easier to get into Halo than no, it is something true. like Call of Duty. I think shooting aliens as well is a, is a less controversial yeah. issue than maybe <laughs> than maybe some of the some of the Call of Duties or something matter they've had. So I do think, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just that kind of like there's that kind of science fiction like you know mm-hmm. kind of big dumb science fiction yeah experience and yeah i just think it's a blast before i go on like i was gonna say like i was trying to think of the first time like i got into halo but i think that kind of brings us on to like our kind of first question about you know how did we first hear about halo and seeing as i am a very nice host i am gonna let you answer that one first <laughs> oh, you guys. well yeah. i suppose actually chronologically it makes sense as well because mm-hmm. I believe I got into the franchise before you did because okay. I, I had the, I had an original Xbox. That was the first game, and I'm, I've probably said this. I think I said the story on maybe a couple of the streams. Definitely the stream that we did mm-hmm. of the original first console I ever had was an original Xbox, and like I kind of had heard about Halo because it was one of the big launch titles for the for the original Xbox. And I went when I got the Xbox, I got a copy of Halo with it, and yeah, it was one of the one of the first games I played, and like it was one of the first games that like I really fell in love with. And it was that and the original Burnout. I never played the original, but those those two oh, were yeah, my, of course. my was, was a jam for nine year old Adam. So yeah, like and it's like I have a I have a really soft spot for the original Halo. I know we'll just talk about it a, a, a bit yeah. more when we get into it, but yeah, like that's that's what I really got into it from the very start, and I just like absolutely loved it. Really, really got into it, and yeah, it's left a lasting legacy, lasting impression. What would you say though? Like, what was the kind of turning point when you were playing it that you said, "Oh yeah, I love this game. I'm gonna like follow this series on." Definitely, I loved like the first level stuff. I I really, and I think I've said this before. I really mm-hmm. struggled on the second level about like halfway through the level. Like, there's a bit where you have to like you're driving the warthog to try and get to, an, to another part of the map, and you have to ramp it. But I just didn't realize you'd do that at all. Oh. And so like I kind of got stuck on that bit, and I wasn't really 
really enjoying the game at that point. But then thanks to thanks to my mum, she managed to like point me in the right direction yeah. and then got across that bit. And then from that bit on, I really fell in love with it, yeah. to be honest. And like that was where I was like, I, I love this game. And, you know, mm -hmm. I was so excited for Halo 2 and Halo 3. And yeah, so like not that couple levels into it, I was really just into it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could say, like, uh, as I've said probably in past streams and things, I've, I don't know, I've always been a fan of Halo, but I would be lying if I said I was in, like, at the very beginning. Like, it's, you know one of those, like, popular series that you hear about and people say, oh, I've got this game, I've got that game, and yeah. you've heard of it, you've seen the box art. To me, it was a very box art game that I would see the pictures everywhere and people talking about it, but I never, like, played it. I never had the chance to. Like, none of my friends had it or anything, so it wasn't until I went into... I mean, hopefully this isn't going to age the podcast, but <laughs> I was going to say, like, years and years ago when I was young, like I went into it's gone now but it was an HMV and like one of the local shopping centres and I went in and I saw like Halo was on sale for like it was Halo 3 sorry just to give context and it was like I want to say like £15 or something and at the time you know I was kind of like mm, do, do, do I want it do I not want it and I was like you know what fine I'll just I'll pick it up I'll try it and yeah I really enjoyed it but there was something kind of I don't know if you feel the same because it's like the first kind of real shooter that I got into like Favorite. when I was like a teenager was probably Call of Duty and it's see when you switch from like playing Call of Duty running around and things and then you switch immediately to Halo and it's kind of like I, I don't know it's like mechanics wise and things it's a different kind of it's a different yeah. animal I, I totally agree with you mm -hmm. it's a very different like experience I really struggled going between because Halo was and I, I credit Halo with um, certainly probably FPS shooters are mm -hmm. probably still might they definitely were like my favorite genre for a long time and they probably still are uh, mm -hmm. if i if i had to pick one and I, I i credit halo the original halo for getting me for starting me on that kind of path but mm -hmm. i totally agree that for like i did transition into playing more kind of call of duties and it, it is yeah. difficult like they are they are like quite different in in many respects so i totally agree with you mm -hmm. i mean plus the setting as well because i think at the time when yeah. halo was popular i think call of duty was still in its um like world of war 2 phase it's weird because when you think about it it was like it was a complete stark it was like a line that was drawn right in the middle it's like if you wanted your you what i was gonna say root and tootin and i have no idea why <laughs> Like a rooting tootin' um, World of War 2 <laughs> shooter. You just, yeah, you stuck to Call of Duty or um, yeah. Battlefield or whatever, but if you wanted your sci-fi, like, there were loads of sci-fi shooters. Um, I, I don't think they had the same prominence, maybe, as Halo. No, I don't think there was as many, I don't think there was as many big, I mean, maybe I'm wrong in this, but I don't yeah. think there was as many big, like, sci-fi shooter yeah. franchises as there are now, like, where they feel, they feel like they are, like, mm -hmm. you know, the biggest genre of that. Because the only one I can think of off the top of my head and I'm thinking, like, in terms of the PlayStation. I remember they had, I think it was called Killzone, maybe? Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I think I played the demo, and I got really bored of it. It, it. it wasn't a bad game. I think it was just, it wasn't my thing, if you yeah. know what I mean. That's fair. It's yeah. like, you know that way where you're just sitting there, and you're just like, eh, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Some things just, just don't resonate with you. Oh, no, definitely. Um, but... Totally, like I, I can't. That Killzone's a good one I, that I didn't thought about Killzone, but I, I can't think of any other, especially when like Halo, like Halo One and Halo Two, like that kind of early two thousands. Hmm. I'm really struggling. I mean, I'm sure there probably was someone, maybe maybe somebody in the chat can. Yeah like can listen name but i can't think of any sort of really big franchise obviously call of duty was years and years until something like call mm -hmm. of duty went into territory like that so yeah. yeah it was kind of more unique at that yeah. time we'll come back to it we'll definitely come back to it just like yeah it'll be somebody someone <laughs> like no i can't even think like there was arcade shooters like time splitters oh, yeah. and things like that but it, it well, was but it wasn't like I don't know, it's like, it's weird to describe Halo, it's like, you know that way when you have your generic shooters and things like that, yeah. and you play them, and you think, oh yeah, it's alright, and then, like, you play one game that stands out, it's like, you don't even need to, nine times out of ten, unless, like, they really aren't into video games, you don't really have to explain what a Halo is, yeah. like, to gamers, or you don't have to explain yeah. what a Call of Duty is, it's like, just hearing yeah. the name alone, it's like, 
that's it. You think of like brand recognition. Yeah, of... I think most people could probably like recognize the Master Chief as well, even if they haven't played. Oh, sorry, if they're into gaming and stuff. Yeah. Even if they haven't played a Halo game, you can probably recognize Master Chief. Oh yeah. Like, or at least you'll know. You'll be like, oh, that's that's Halo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. It reminds me of you all those videos where they always get. Uh, it's like a younger person who gets a grand or a granddad <laughs> on camera, and they're like, "Ooh, who's this character?" And they're like, "Hmm," and you know, it's like they'll say something silly like, "Oh, I don't know," like Master. Chief's the Jolly Green Giant or something like that and then they get it for the TikTok and thing well it wouldn't have been TikTok back then it probably would have been Vine but you know what I mean (laughs) actually before I go into the games out of curiosity was there any like other media that you saw Halo in like you know outside of the games Hmm. did you read any of the books or I have read one of the books I read I I can't remember the name of it for life of me but basically it's a book that's basically the story of the original Halo but they kind of so they had like the main campaign like you play through but they'd added like extra they put new characters into it and had kind of like extra stories apart from that i think that's the only like other outside of the games mm-hmm. like halo content like I, I haven't watched any of the tv kind of mm-hmm. stuff apart from that i haven't read any other books but that's mm-hmm. that's one book i did i did yeah. read the only thing that kind of swayed me towards halo this is gonna sound really weird but there used to be uh what was it it was like a youtube series i don't know if you remember machinima back in oh. the day yeah, it was like Machinima, just like for context for anyone who doesn't know, like Machinima was this huge, like kind of umbrella company, um, not to be confused with Resident Evil, but they were kind of bloodsuckers from what I've heard. And basically there was a lot of people who, yeah, it's like a lot of people signed up with them um, to make gaming videos. Yeah, there was Red versus Blue, yeah. there was, I mean, there's loads of them, like I can't think of like a lot of them off the top of my Red head. Red versus Blue was a big That one, was though. definitely, yeah. And it's weird because you would think like when I'm talking about all oh, Machinima and things like that was the one that got me into it but it was actually and funny enough the series is still going it's one called Arby and the Chief I don't know if you've seen it I've not heard of yeah. that one I think I've kind of like <laughs> I, th- I think between that and Castle Crashers it's probably got lost <laughs> in the mix when I've been recommending it to you being like oh yeah <laughs> well yeah Arby and the Chief essentially it's about a guy who he has like a figure of Master Chief and he has has like one of those voice um you know like the text to speech voice things oh yeah yeah. he's got one of them and he sits like master chief in front of his xbox and master chief plays the game and everything and you know it's like he's quite crude and he's like he's, he's kind of the opposite to what master chief should be which is kind of where the humor is like he's the stereotypical or he's played as like a stereotypical um like gamer or like at yeah. the time like an xbox gamer at the time where you know like what xbox c6 chat was like it was just they were so kind of but then he also got like a figure of the arbiter who again it was like the same voice um, mod thing but he was played as like the straight man against his like childishness can't even say it right but it was so well done like genuinely like there was a lot of even heartfelt moments just with like it was kind of a combination it was a combination of the two figures like playing games and then it cut to like the machinima aspect where they were like actually in Halo 3. I mean, some of it, like, some of it, I have to admit, the humour is quite, I suppose you could consider a lot of it quite, like, a reflection of the time, I would probably yeah, say. Like it, yeah, probably like, the time. Because there was a lot of edgy humour back then on YouTube. And I know that's supposed to be, like, his character in it. But yeah, that's what kind of got me interested, because I saw, like, after that, more and more people were talking about, like, Halo and things. And I don't know whether that was the moment where I was like, hmm, maybe I should check out this Halo. And yeah, I did. And yeah. Put you on the bath. Nice. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny yeah. you actually talking about the the, the Halo <laughs> figures because that that reminds me. I think I still have. I definitely bought some of like the Halo kind of action figures, and I mm-hmm. I must still have them somewhere though. They'll, they'll be like at my parents' house, like in oh, really? somewhere. Um, but I definitely had them. I definitely had like a Master Chief, and I'm sure I had some like elites or something. Do you know? So God, thanks for reminding me of that. I'll have to oh, dig them no out bro. next time I'm back. <laughs> it's weird because you know how Lego are like very funny about who they give out a license to oh, yeah, about yeah. their toys and things yet for some reason it seems as if like mega blocks you know the kind of knockoff of yeah. um, lego it's like they sweep in <laughs> where where like lego won't because 
I can't remember where I heard it, but I'm sure they have something against like making Legos of like army figures and things like that. Like it, yeah, it's like they've got like all the action stuff like for Star Wars and things like and everything yeah. under the sun, but they don't want like kind of realistic armies and things. And then of mm-hmm. course you can hear in the background uh, Mega Blocks just like rubbing their hands together, <laughs> just like I'll take a bit Get of that. that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a bit of that pie, <laughs> and they just took it, and it's just like oh my. God, uh, it's absolutely crazy. There you go. But yeah, they did the same for Halo as well, where it's like all I've the, seen those sets, yeah. It's like the big bobblehead, <laughs> the big bobblehead Master Chief like running around with his big like hook arms. It's like, it's oh, crazy. Yeah, whatever pays the bills. So yeah, like swiftly moving on from that, you know, nightmare tonight. For the Megabox. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think a good place to start would probably be the beginning, like from Halo 1 to 3. That was a surprise was like the definitive trilogy wasn't it yeah and that was also that was also the peak of my like Mm -hmm. my kind of interest and like love of the series and everything was was those three was those three games i'm assuming you went like in order you went from one two and then three yeah i think i've played them all i think i've played every halo game in order i think really of of release i think so yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i have you're actually better than me then because (laughs) as i said like halo 3 was the very first game that i played and it's kind of funny (laughs) just to kind of give context like halo 3 was one of the very first games that you and i played and we also played it with our friend steven and steven was very much in a similar boat to me because he basically he hadn't played a halo game before that and it was the same boat as me i would i had never played like i had never played a halo game until halo 3 back in the day and i was so so confused <laughs> when i, I, first I played. honestly can't imagine what it's like I, I can only imagine what it's like going in because that that game throws you straight it doesn't even bother like yeah. i don't think it bothers recapping anything no it doesn't yeah. it throws you from the sky it says oh yeah here's um <laughs> here's the master chief here's some aliens go shoot them oh by the way there's there's- yeah oh by the way there's a blue woman that'll flash up in front of you every so often and it's like what the fuck what is going on here? i think the worst thing and that's a good sound like a really weird nitpick but i remember the first time i played it and you know how you see the brutes the big like oh, monkey yeah. people who are like the main antagonists of halo 3 so of course i didn't play halo 2 um, which was like where it shows you the schism of the covenant yeah i didn't know about that so, like, the only thing I knew about Halo was I knew the Master Chief, I knew about the Covenant, and I knew that the Elites were the <laughs> were the enemy. So no. when I jumped into Halo 3 and the Elites were, like, fighting side by side with you, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like... That would have been good to have explained that. Yeah. It's like, shoot oh. the alien, but but not these ones. But <laughs> not don't these worry ones. about why don't shoot these ones, but yeah, just don't. Oh, I was just like, I was playing that like having a good time, but at the same time, it was like, I have absolutely no idea. It's like, you know that episode of The Simpsons where Homer um, watches Twin Peaks for the first time? <laughs> and he's watching it, and he's like, ha, brilliant. I have absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, I've got no idea what who he is, what he's doing. I've got, oh, no idea whatsoever. It, it's funny because I think that I think that your like journey kind of into into Halo into the Halo franchise mm-hmm. is probably I, and I'm, I I don't have no evidence for this but I'm yeah. just guessing it's probably like the more common as compared to mine just because the original Xbox like I know obviously it sold like fairly mm-hmm. well but like far more people bought Xbox 360s than ever bought like original Xboxes and obviously I don't think you could play mm-hmm. Halo on anything I don't know if it, it came out if it ported to PC or anything I, think... I know it has now but I don't know when that happened so I don't know if you were ever able to play like um... Halo 1 or Halo 2 on anything but an original Xbox yeah because I think Halo 2 came out for the PC but I don't oh, I don't know about Halo 1 but I definitely know Halo 2 did and like oh at, those... at the same time like um, I'm sure it did well fair enough well maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that one then but I just thought because um... I know obviously the Xbox 360 sold like so many like more copies in the original the original Xbox that I just assumed a lot of people would have got into the series in Halo 3 which makes it, it maybe all the yeah. more boring that they didn't bother putting like any kind of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or anything to kind of ease people into it and just like just thrust them in yeah because was like yeah because halo one and two in fact i think i know exactly why i think you're right because halo one and two yeah it's weird because halo one and two were on the original xbox and it was one of those consoles like 
I suppose it was like the collector inside of me, like I really wanted to get it, but I already yeah. had, my brother had like the PlayStation 2 and I had the uh, GameCube. It's like, you remember how hard it was, see when you were a kid, like trying to like create a PowerPoint presentation of why they should buy you <laughs> a game console when you've already got it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, how how do we explain this? <laughs> Yeah, I think as well, like, especially if, you, yeah. if you're at that point and you had, like, a PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 already, like, you probably, maybe, maybe your parents wouldn't have bought you an Xbox, mm-hmm. or you maybe you weren't just inclined yeah. to get one, mm-hmm. while, like, that's the thing that I think the Xbox 360 worked in its favour, is that it came out before there was, like, a PS3 mm-hmm. or anything, so, you know, if you wanted to move next-gen, next generation, mm-hmm. you had to buy the 360. Yeah, because the 360 definitely came out before the PlayStation. I think it was at least a year, wasn't it, or something? It was something, it was something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it was really... Well, so well, like... No, it was really bad. I can't even remember why it was, but yeah, it was like... So they had, like, a good running with promoting Halo and things. And I think when I first, like, got into that generation, I only had a PlayStation 3. And then I think it was later on, because all my friends were moving on to Xbox 360, that oh, I decided God. to buy, yeah. And that's when I got into Halo. So I got into Halo really, really late. I got into it very, very late. Better late than never. Yeah, it's true. Like, as I said, when I got Halo 3, it was before Reach was out. I think it was kind of the time where Halo 3 and ODST were coming out side by side but Halo 3 yeah. was like it was a good couple of years old but it wasn't old enough to like be superseded by anything else so like I had a good couple of months of fun out of it before Reach came out my beginnings with it was I got Halo 3 played it loved it even though I didn't know what was going on. It was actually, like, it was probably one of the very first games I played when it was online. Um, online uh, oh, really? Oh. By multiplayer, yeah. It was, like, with a friend, but and kind of, like, off on a tangent here, but I always remember, because I didn't have the wireless adapter, what I used to do was I had my laptop and I had an Ethernet cable, and what you could do is you can plug in your Xbox 360 into your laptop and bridge the connections. It was so complicated, because every time I, needed, I wanted to go online for the Xbox C60 I had to connect it to my laptop then I had to bridge the connection and then because I was bridging the connection in that type which meant like if you had like a certain type I don't even know what does NAT stand for it was like the oh, type God. of connection or something and it was like Network something, I'm yeah guess. something like that but it's like if that was closed then it meant that you didn't have as much chance to find people I don't know why though and the things the things oh. you did to the things you did to just do some teabagging exactly back in the day I know jeez oh <laughs> the struggles we had when we were young these kids <laughs> the nowadays know. <laughs> they don't know our pain <laughs> but yeah it was like so that was the very first like on like, like proper online game that I played I played that and then I think I got into ODST after which I know you love I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about that oh <laughs> <So. definitely. laughs> And then, yeah, like, I backtracked. Like, I went from 3 to 1. Or, sorry, 3 to ODST, then back to 1. And I never played 2 until a couple of months ago when I did it with Steven um, as a ghost stream. You did, like, the machete kind of version of playing Halo, (laughs) of the Halo... uh, Yeah, like, I'm sure there's a fan out there who's like, well, actually, it's the the Harvest uh, cannon. I was like, oh, God, Jesus. (laughs) It's the Needler cannon. I probably something. It's just like, I can't believe it. But, I mean, I liked Halo 1 for what it was, but I feel as if it's one of those games that you need to kind of grow up with, if you know what I mean. I, I totally agree. I and I think I said this when we we were playing it as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think you either have had to have played it at the time and mm-hmm. like have really fond memories of it, or I think if you want to play it now, you want to go back and play it now. I think you should play it with a friend. I think oh, it, yeah. it's it's, mm-hmm. it's the exact. I think Halo is better. As I said this at the start, like I think Halo yeah. is better with friends anyway. But definitely, mm-hmm. I think for the original Halo, go back and play it with a friend because it's a lot less infuriating. Oh, it's no. a lot less uh, like <laughs> aggravating if you do it with mm. a friend, at least. So. Oh no, I totally agree. Um, it's... But I've got nostalgia to get me through it, so you know I don't I don't need that. I just I just put my put my mm. nostalgia goggles on, sit back, pretend I'm nine years old again, and and yeah, still oh, still no. love it. It's one of my favorite games. I'll, I will not. <laughs> I will be blind to whatever flaws there are in it. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to actually ask, like, before we move on to like any of the future games, what? So I'm quite curious to hear what your thoughts are on like the controls in the original trilogy, because this is one of the things, and I'm probably going to upset anyone who's like listening to this but who like loves the fact that you can't sprint in the game yeah yeah what are your thoughts on that because that was one of the things like that drove me 
absolutely mental from going to Call of Duty where you could run about to yeah. playing as like this super soldier who is like massive, you know, the peak of, you know, humanity and all of this. And he can't run. He can, he can do like a, you know, the supermarkets like nowadays, yeah. but it's like you don't run in it, but because you don't want to be lingering, you do a kind of like shimmy in a strut. There's like shimmy a shimmy go free. <laughs> exactly. You're like, that, sorry, you were saying. Man, that armor's heavy. Like, I'm not going to be. It's probably, it's probably takes enough, just enough energy to like just like go out of kind of plod walking pace, like let alone, yeah. let alone oh. sprint. But I know, I know what yeah. you mean. In fairness, I think it's something now that like yeah. going back to it is quite like a like a, oh god. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like again, and maybe somebody can correct me on this, but I don't feel mm-hmm. like sprinting was a big mechanic in a lot of games. Like a lot of the early Call of Duty, Call, uh, uh, Call of Duty didn't have sprinting. Definitely. Um, like no, no. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the ones, that, the old Medal of Honors didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure there were some games that did have sprinting and stuff, but I don't know. For like, for me, it wasn't a big omission, like because it just wasn't a thing like that you had at the time. And I think, I think it's for me personally, it's kind of balanced out because you have like credible like jumping. You can like jump so high. There's no Halo yeah. game that I'm like mm-hmm. that's something that I'm you know I feel like actually I, I like compared to some of the other kind of Call of Duties where obviously like yeah you jump more than, well apart from when you're like powered up and whatever like oh yeah of course robotic yeah. suit you have now. But like in the old <laughs> ones, like it was a much more kind of uh, yeah, limited but- jumping. Thing, while Halo, you felt like you could like you had like springs on your shoes and stuff. <laughs> I was like yourself a, around. Yeah, it was like a moon jump almost. <laughs> yeah, go, was, yeah. yeah I, I suppose you're right because I'm thinking of like older, like really old, like um, like GoldenEye and Time Splitters and things like that that are kind of similar mechanics. And yeah, I, I, I suppose maybe the characters moved faster in those games. Like, if you, yeah, like something like mm-hmm. Doom or something like the character moves around at like quite a fast pace. Oh god, like, they do actually. Normally, yeah. while it, it probably is a lot like the characters probably slower movement mm-hmm. in in Halo so it's a fair point like mm-hmm. yeah before we move on to Halo Reach <laughs> before we move on to a game that's probably really well received yeah I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor on this with ODST because I know it's a running joke in this channel that you are not a big fan of ODST yeah right? well the game that gave me but, the yeah. game that gave me a splitting headache yeah like oh, I know we haven't finished we didn't finish playing through it but I thought mm-hmm. maybe maybe playing back again I was like oh maybe like playing it with, with friends perhaps I'll get a new appreciation for mm-hmm. it and like it, it's always fun yeah. to like play anything with you and mm-hmm. with you and Steven so you know but oh, I yeah. just it, for me it's the worst it's the worst in the it's the worst yeah. in the friend. I think kind of two big reasons for it are first of all like I, I felt like for the price they, they charged for it was extortionate I don't think it's a full game yeah. I think it's an horrified expansion i felt like they i might well i said only two things i'm gonna list more now but like mm-hmm. they stripped out features like dual wielding and stuff which i don't know felt like a step back mm-hmm. and like i don't know i felt like the the, the reasons they gave for it weren't that convincing yeah. it's like oh yeah you know it's you can only dual wield because you're a super soldier but i don't know like okay fair enough maybe like you're not dual wielding like rocket launchers or something as like a, a normal yeah. soldier People, people hold can hold two pistols at the same time and stuff like that. that's not a superhuman. It's like we don't, you don't see somebody with like holding two pistols. Like, oh my god, that's like Superman. Like, yeah, the thing I, yeah, no, it's just the thing I'm laughing at is I'm thinking like because the ODST and the cannon are meant to be like they're like special forces, you know, like yeah. the best of the best. Like I remember the trailer like ages ago, and there's a great trailer. Don't get me wrong. Like if anything, Halo does really good like adverts and things oh, yeah, yeah. for their stuff and um, their advertisements. You usually on point. I'm going to come back to that later, by the way. When we get into Halo 4 and 5, um, I'm going to come back to that, but yeah, it was like, there was an advert for it where it showed you, like, these soldiers like, going through boot camp and everything, and then they put on the helmet, and then they drop down, and it's all, like, really gritty and serious. It was a great trailer. It's kind of what convinced me to get, like, actually pick up the game, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Damn, some good, some good marketing. Really was. And then I bought it. I have to admit, I remember enjoying it at the time, but see, going back and playing it, like, again, it's a game that is definitely a lot more fun with friends, but not on your own. I feel as if it's it, all right on your own, but I feel as if with friends, as you said, it's a lot It's better. those night missions. It's those, mm-hmm. and that's, I think that's yeah. the thing that kills it the most. I mean, it's those night missions that you have to go back to every single time to, like, run around this, like, mm-hmm. kind of open map to, yeah. to basically do, like, a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And it's just like, that's not, that's not, hate to, to sound like that kind of, yeah. like, fanboy, but that's not Halo. Mm-hmm. That's not what Halo is like, and you know, like yeah. Halo has never been like a kind of stealthy experience. Yeah. I don't think it suits that kind of thing. It's fine for like maybe a Call of Duty game to do something like that, but like, oh, yeah. it's not in keeping with the kind of Halo, which is mm-hmm. for me has always been kind of like big, kind of bombastic, like you know, like the yeah. score, like the mm-hmm. music itself, like for Halo is, which I'm sure we can talk about more. Oh yeah, like. But like it's all bombastic and operatic, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what Halo is to me. It's like big, mm-hmm. it's big action, big set pieces. It's not like sneaking around like streets at night looking for whatever a, a 
broken helmet or whatever. And yeah. I think that's what really kills the game for me. I just, I, mm-hmm. I just find it boring. Oh, I don't no. think it's good. Yeah, I can understand that definitely. <laughs> no, I can understand that because it is. It's like Halo. Like, I think it was more in the originals. I would say that you had a lot of moments where it gave you time to breathe. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like for example, you're in, like in the very first level. It's like everything's going on. You're getting shot at. You have to run through really tight claustrophobic spaces and things. And yeah. then in the second level, it's like you've got this vast open planet, and it gives you time to kind of walk around, to kind of yeah. breathe, take. You know, see the sights, just check. Yeah, check into a hotel, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, that kind of made sense for the design at the time. Whereas I feel as if nowadays it's like, or not nowadays but when that game came out like that was around the same time as like you know like Call of Duty 4 I think it came out at that time I want to say yeah 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 like those kind of big games you know when they were like fast paced and it was all the as you said like the bombastic music and things and then you get to ODST and it's like oh yeah uh, find my socks and you're like Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it, no. it really lacks set pieces, the game, I think. It yeah. lacks really memorable, like... And I think there's a, there's, a, there's a few in there. Like, there's that one in the zoo, I think, which is... Which is oh, quite a good yeah. Level. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best in the game. But it, it lacks, like, just as you said, like, mm-hmm. talking about... Like, I still vividly remember things from, like, the original Halo, like, stepping onto stepping onto Halo for the first time. And, like, you know, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. look maybe the best now, but at the time being like, oh, wow, and you can see the ring, like, curving down and everything. Yeah. The open space and, like, the beach assault and, like, the silent cartoon. Uh-huh. level the first time you see the flood like all these moments that have just stuck mm-hmm. with me all this time uh, i just don't <laughs> odst doesn't have any of that for me yeah. there's nothing to, like that i can be like my sticks with me sorry i'm just laughing there when you said about the floods um this is like going back to what i was saying earlier that halo 3 was my first one so like <laughs> whenever i talk to or like read any like fan recollections of what's your favorite halo moment or what was the scariest or things and they always nine times out of ten they'll point to the flood level and they'll say <laughs> oh it was so scary you know oh i can't believe it you know but the way they introduced them in halo 3 you kind of have to know in a way yeah. Like, what's coming? It's like, you kind of think, oh no, what is that? Oh no, it's the enemy from the past game. But I remember, like, walking around the corner and just seeing these random zombies, like, walking around. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> and I had no idea what to think. I was like, um... Yeah, like, you need... <laughs> the way to get introduced to the Flood is you need to, like, have the, the Private Jenkins, like, oh, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. video. That's how you need to get introduced to the Flood, because that, 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 that's still great. I still love that. Oh, yeah. Sort of like, great, like, way of doing it. But yeah, like... Yeah doesn't have that Halo 3. Oh no, um, definitely not. Yeah. yeah, Halo 3 is definitely, and I'll probably come on to it later, but Halo 3 is, or Halo in general is one of those series that has a real trouble world building or explaining things. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll come back to that later, but oh my god, it's, it's a pet peeve. Um, but speaking of pet peeves, Halo Reach. Now, I actually, I'm not going to lie, Halo Reach was the turning point for me, where I thought, this is, this is a series I'm probably going to keep following i don't know like what did you think did you get it when it came out or see i didn't get it when it came out because i'd Mm -hmm. kind of fallen away from halo by this point so i yeah like because i I was super obviously loved halo Mm one really excited for halo 2 but the the ending of halo 2 kind of really bugged me at the time which i think maybe started my me being a bit like oh getting down the series but i still got halo 3 Mm -hmm. when it came out and enjoyed playing that and everything yeah yeah no I i don't really know why i think I probably got more into kind of Call of Duty at that time, and I think maybe I got more interested in those kind of like mil- yeah. kind of like modern military or, or like you know kind of historical shooters as opposed to the kind of sci-fi. So yeah, Halo Reach. I remember it coming out, mm-hmm. and but it just passed me by, and I didn't get it until a few years later. Really? But yeah, wow. yeah. So like, I was I was a bit late to that one, but yeah, I remember playing it and being like, yeah, this, this is a great one. Yeah. And I was still playing it again with you guys. I was like, this is a great game. Oh, I mean, no, what other what other game lets you jump into a forklift and charge down like a, a giant alien hunter? Like, yeah. You can't beat that. <laughs> I was going to say, if you want to see that clip, you can go into my YouTube channel, at Satsunami42, and my god, that is by far one of my favourite moments of streaming. 
<laughs> it was just you yelling. Um, oh, we've got a forklift, and then you just started charging. Quite possibly one of the most dangerous enemies of the game that literally grabbed the forklift and just flipped you in the air. And it was like, oh my. Spun me around. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh my god. But I loved it. Um, I loved the mechanics. I loved. Yeah, I loved everything. I loved the mechanics. I loved the fact you could create your own Spartan OC, do not steal. I-, I loved everything about it. Like, I loved the mechanics. The only thing I didn't like, and again, it goes back to my like complaint about sprinting was yeah just the fact that it was a power up rather than like a natural thing and that annoyed me I have to admit but not like overly so I have to say more more irritant than it yeah more irritating but not like overly yeah yeah Uh, I think the story's great in Reach as well like I think it's actually a really like yeah well told like relatively simple story that's yeah like I actually think it's it's probably one of the best like in terms of just like a story of any of the kind of Halo games I feel like and again like I'll, I'll talk about it but it's like I feel like in some bits it's a bit rushed but yeah that's probably fair but at the same time it's an, an enjoyable rush it's like Halo 3 like you have no idea what's going on but yeah at the same time it's like you're enjoying the journey if you know yeah, what I mean yeah you enjoy kind of getting caught up in it and like you're like I'll just go I'm willing yeah. to go with this even though perhaps I don't understand like every single thing that's happening yeah it's about like Twin Peaks <laughs> Very good point, actually. My, yeah. like, I said, Halo is the twin peaks of video games. Yeah, it's like, it's like, see if you jump into it without knowing anything about it. It's like, they don't explain it. They don't really, they, they kind of just expect you to like, take it at face value, almost. Like, here's aliens, they're bad, go shoot them. And you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, voice in my head. I love those aliens. Yeah. They're <laughs> your friends. It's like, just, just deal with it. It's, it's what's happening. Oh, it's just all over the place. But I mean, that was kind of a problem. So I'm just thinking, like, Halo Reach was... I mean, excluding, like, the spin-offs, like Halo Wars and things. About Halo Reach time, was that not when there was the huge schism where Bungie, the That company, was Bungie's last game, I think, yeah, wasn't it? I'm sure it was, then, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, no, they stopped making it, and then, yeah, 343 Industries um, came into the mix, and I, I mean, you know, juicy, spicy opinion here. I'm like, I'm tapping the table as I'm saying this, I'm like, uh, I think that... take everybody. Like, genuinely, I feel as if 343, in terms of gameplay, did a better job, but in terms of everything else, did very, very poorly. And the only reason I say that is because I think 343, if you're free to jump in and say objection or anything... <laughs> But I feel as if... I'll, like, I'll let you go first. Yeah. No, it's like, I feel as if 343, like, I think because it's the power of hindsight, like, Halo was a relatively, like, new IP when it came out and like, I think, was it the late 90s, early 2000s, roughly? 2001 was... 2001, yeah. And, yeah, it was like, you can understand why they were kind of rusty. Well, not rusty, but why the mechanics were so different and evolved. Like, because I thought Halo Reach, other than sprinting, but that's, like, me nitpicking. Like, everything else was, like, really, really well well done yeah um, and I mean the, the only way you could really go was up from there and I felt as if Halo 4 and 5 did a good job gameplay wise but eh, just everything else just oh. I mean what yeah. sorry I'll let you go there. sorry no I was, I was gonna say no that's interesting because I, I was just trying to think like whether I I, I... I would disagree with you here. Like, I definitely agree with you in terms of gameplay. I think the gameplay mm-hmm. evolved well, but I think as well that's just that's also like the time and stuff. You know, like yeah. that's kind of the way issue you had to. If you you, did, you can't really conky yeah. controls and stuff aren't really excusable now in a way that they kind of were that's back true. in you know the early two thousands and stuff. So I totally agree in that mm-hmm. way. In terms of in terms of like other things, I had to. I'm going to admit, like, and I played I played both Halo Four and Halo Five. Mm-hmm. I had to look up the stories again to remind myself, <laughs> partly because it's been a while yeah. but also i don't think they're as memorable i do think halo yeah. 4 like and i i do think they had a, a good like the master chief cortana relationship was mm-hmm. i i'd like that in halo 4 i thought that was actually quite well done and like maybe as well because i just yeah. been having played like the previous games and been like into the you know the series and kind of yeah. got invested in the characters i found that like moving at points and stuff so i like that bit but i had to remind myself of what else happened around mm-hmm. the game so I, I definitely agree in terms of that i, I, I think as yeah. well like sorry just I no no no, no, no sorry no, i think no, as well like 
I think Halo has kind of become a victim of like, it's kind of got itself a little trapped in that I think, I don't know if you could have a Halo game now that doesn't have a covenant in it. Uh, and I think like, yeah. if you look at the way Halo 3 ended, it was almost like that was done, that was kind of mm -hmm. done with. And then it was almost like, oh no, wait, uh, the Splinter Factions and oh, the Rebels and oh, yeah. really get to try and force the covenant back into it again because they're such an iconic enemy. Yeah. And I don't know like whether you could have a Halo game now that didn't have the covenant in. So I feel it kind of suffers a bit. It's, it's almost kind of got trapped in its own like i don't know what the term is but it's got, it's got trapped in yeah. its own kind of history like a bit of and nostalgia stuff. beat yeah, yeah yeah like I, and i i don't for good and for bad and stuff like i don't know if i'd want to play a halo game that didn't have the covenant in it so yeah i'm, I'm maybe part of the problem <laughs> no i can see what you mean it's just it's yeah. not a very it doesn't seem like it's a series that takes a lot of risks if you know yeah. what i mean it's no, no I don't really. it almost feels as if they always try to play it safe and kind of yeah. buy the well it's weird it's like they play it safe and buy the books but then they also go through and do like all these wacky batshit insane things so see when 4 started like the very first time I played 4 it's a beautiful looking game by the way oh, like it's it even like today like maybe I'll have to go back and revisit it with you guys and play through it but I remember thinking this is a really good looking game again that was one of the things I was disappointed at like in the trailers and the promotional material and it was kind of like why are the Covenant back oh they're as you said oh they're a splinter faction and it's like that's just lazy like yeah, I can understand there being like splinter factions but I'm like sorry I know I keep making references but if you're like it's the steam tams of like sci-fi shooter games where it's like the covenant come up and it's like <laughs> the covenant on this halo ring on this planet localized directly in this forerunner artifact yes can I shoot that's them that's a great analogy yeah. it's like <laughs> can I shoot them no <laughs> It, that's honestly how it feels it's just like they yeah. come in out of nowhere and it's like oh yeah they're just here because and it's the same with them because I know in Halo 4 like uh, just in case any of you guys like oh god because I forgot about it uh, so as I was saying like one of the annoying things or one of the major gripes I have with like especially as the series went on was the way they world build because see for the first like three games and even Reach it's like you could kind of forgive them because like Halo yeah. 1 to 3 were telling like a set story it was like the story of Master Chief finding out what Halo was trying to stop it and then trying to fight the Covenant and then his story was kind of wrapped up at the end of the trilogy. ODST and Reach and even to an extent Halo Wars, like they were all their own self-contained stories, if you yeah. know what I mean. But then Halo 4 did this really weird thing where they started pulling things from the extended lore and it was like, it really confused me because it was like, right, who's that guy? <laughs> who's this guy? Oh well, if you read the, you know, the extended novel of the fall of reach or if you read this then you'll know who that is and it's like like honestly like there's a whole extra like story that you can find in Halo 4 about like the Diadach's reasons like the main villain in it like there's a whole like expansion about why he does it like he fought like a version of humanity and like wiped them out and then he brought in a new you know it's like yeah. I'm kind of I'm like bringing out a notepad and pen like I need to take notes here like yeah. who's this guy who's that guy and then I think the worst thing or there's many worse things. Between that and the way they went with the prophecy storyline, which I I don't know about you, but I really hate that in stories. Because it just spoils like the ending when someone says, oh, it's the prophecy. And, you know, Master Chief, you're the chosen one. And you're like, yeah. well, the prophecy spoiled it. It's like the fortune cookie of games. It's like, <laughs> you've opened it now. You saw he's going to win. It's like, oh, what, why would you do... Oh, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It kind of feels like the lazy kind of thing to do as well. Yeah. Um, it does feel the safe, as you say, yeah. the kind of safe option just to like pull the old prophecy card out there. And I mean, it's between that and the whole Spartan 4 thing. That was. Oh, God. Yeah, like. Yeah, I'd... it's funny you saying that, talking about the extended lore. Maybe that's, maybe that's why I don't remember stuff about these games so well. Perhaps it's because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. You, you just get into mm -hmm. people that is like having not yeah. delved into the extended lore at all mm -hmm. like i you know i haven't don't really have any interest and 
yeah. I'm just going to be like, all oh, right, okay, whatever, and just you know, brush it aside. So yeah, that's, that's an yeah. interesting point. So yeah, uh, yeah, because it's like the thing that really hooked me on to like see Halo Four, especially was see the opening of it. Like, oh, I'm yeah. not a big fan of the game. I think the game is like kind of okay. Like, I don't think it's amazing at all, but I don't think it's the worst Halo game that's coming up yeah. in a rant in five minutes. But it's like. At the very beginning, like just to give context to the chat and everyone listening, there is a scene where basically it shows you the Master Chief talking to. No, sorry, it's like the woman who like created him or made him into Super Soldier Halsey, yeah. And she's talking about like the psychological effect and how because you know they've been like brought up as children to basically be killing machines against this horrible, horrible like alien species trying to invade earth and everything it's like it's left them emotionally detached and i thought that was fascinating like genuinely i was like i want to see more of this where's it gonna go and then it never comes back and you're like wait wait no no come back and then kind of to add insult to injury so what i was talking about earlier was the spartan force so basically the way it works i don't know like the exact numbering system like who's who but I remember Master Chief like the main character you play in most of the Halo games is a Spartan 2 isn't he? Yeah he's just Yeah, and Spartan 2 is in the lore and everything and usually I'm not like one to be like in the lore but it's like in the lore for it he was basically one of many children so the idea behind it is that the Covenant the like alien race who you fight in the game are winning the war and humanity's so desperate that they start kidnapping children experimenting on them and turning them into these horrible super soldiers that's basically robbing them of freedom and everything it's robbing them of a life and it's all really interesting stuff and it's like for a game that's like a colorful shooter game i think know, it added a, it added a much need i think it added yeah. like a much needed sort of like i mean for a, to it yeah like the interesting plot point yeah like for a game that's synonymous with teabagging it's like a really cool well not cool but it's like a really interesting point and then in the fourth game they're just like oh by the way we've got these things called um, Spartan 4s and it's real easy you just fill out a form, uh, pick up your armour over there and yeah you're a Spartan now and it's like no <laughs> I, like, it completely like it, I don't know it just it spits on like almost the original trilogy if you know what I mean like all yeah. of these poor people who have gone through this hellish experience and then it's like oh anyone can you know do the training oh, can we yeah do like yeah. I, I think I think as well. Like I, I see what you I see what you're saying, yeah. and like to, to provide to to provide a slight counterpoint because I, I agree yeah. I agree with like a lot of what you're saying, but to provide a slight counterpoint, mm-hmm. I think there is an interesting idea there of of being like different generations of things and like oh, yeah. these these yeah. original like you know like as you say like emotionally like broken like mentally yeah. like you know damaged like people who formed like the Spartan twos and stuff, and then you know the kind of new like volunteers for the Spartan fours. There's an interesting dynamic there, but maybe maybe they did ex- explore us a little bit in the in four and five i don't recall it them exploring it but i don't think they ever quite explored the kind of conflict you, you could have interesting conflict i believe between those that yeah. those kind of two things but i don't recall that being explored so i think it was almost a missed opportunity i think they kind of just mishandled it in a way maybe, maybe they did and maybe i've just forgotten if they if they yeah. didn't they didn't do it well enough they didn't do it more memorably enough for it to... that's a weird thing because in halo four especially they've got like a whole separate mode for the spartan force oh yeah and it's like called like spartan ops or something and they tried to do this whole huge like sub story of you trying to assassinate the leader of like the new covenant and it's like because it was multiplayer only that was the first problem it was multiplayer only yeah. so if you didn't if you couldn't get online you were buggered that was it no <laughs> there was no point doing that but the story changed like every couple of weeks it was like told through like chapters so if you like missed a week oh. you, you had this huge chunk of oh i'm on the halo ring oh now i'm in outer space how did that happen you know like there was no there was no way to play it by yourself i don't know if they That's changed weird. yeah i don't so know they, they changed it weekly did you say yeah, it was either weekly or monthly, but they de- there was a period of time they definitely changed it. And I don't know, I genuinely don't know whether that's because, you know, I don't know, like, if they've changed it now, maybe, and you can go back and play it, like, alone. But, yeah, they de- they just kept, like, rolling the different chapters. So, like, one week it would be, yeah, one week it would be something else, and then one week it would be another thing. And they tried to kind of continue that story into Halo 5, and they just... 
yeah, they just ruined it. I, I was going to say, do you want to start in Halo Five, or do you want I mean, to start? I mean, I feel like I feel like I should cede the floor to you. Cede the floor to me to to rant about ODST. So I feel like I should I feel like I should give you the I'll, I'll give you my time to, oh, to yeah. you can you can go you can go guns blazing into into Halo Five, and then I'll I'll come in and interject to interject some i don't know yeah <laughs> some of your proceedings but please go ahead yeah i want to hear what you got to say. yeah if this was a just world um i would just simply say halo 5 is one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life uh, <laughs> and that would be it that would be it i would just end it right there and then and be like yep okay it's the worst thing i've ever seen since uh, the rise of skywalker but no i've got to continue because i have a duty to warn you off of it. basically <laughs> all i can say is the how to put it the gameplay was all right the gameplay was good but that I suppose at this point is kind of expected because they've got a couple of games under their belt so it's like okay fair enough fair enough but the story is an utter abomination so back to what I was saying about the advertising the advertising I remember this I don't know if you remember it when it came out it was like the it was like the master chief against a new Spartan called Spartan Lock or something and it was like both of them were hunting one each other down or something like that and they made this big thing about oh you have to choose sides and all of this and they made it really exciting but when you actually played the game it was kind of like where's the where's the drama where where is the story that you were like talking about throughout like the advertising and there's a guy who i think he's called the act man or something on youtube he does like a really like in-depth like look into this like the advertising and things and it's absolutely shocking what they got away with with it i mean it's all fair and good see just to slap like master chief's face on a packet of doritos like that that's fair enough that's what you expect but you don't expect them to like up and lie about the game the other thing that really i was howling at when i found out like it was actually a thing is in one of the like official Halo 5 websites apparently there's like a diagram they put up showing you the extended lore that you're supposed to read before you play the game (laughs) to explain so like basically they tried to put an emphasis on it being like a four player game each like the Master Chief's part of the game has him and his like old team which is never in the games, by the way. They are not mentioned at all in the games. And then, as soon as they come in this game, it's like, oh, you're supposed to know who these people are. And it's like, I don't know who you are. It's almost like going paintballing, and then just some random joins your team, and it's just like, I like paintball. And you're like, get away from our game. And they're just like, oh no, I like it. You know, it's like, no. get away and put down the paintball gun but it's the same it's like both teams have like so many characters it just feels like really bloated you have to read the lore and everything and usually I'm all about the lore and everything but in that it was like it almost felt as if they were like just throwing in everything and then just rushing right through it and then it's like oh character X is evil now and oh now the forerunners had like this massive like I, I don't even know what it was do you remember like the big guard Guardian thing the that was Guardian thing. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't remember what it was, but I just remember it being annoying to have to keep fighting it. <laughs> oh yeah, like again, I love the like gameplay, but the story was a, a hot mess. Like it, honestly, like it put me off Halo for a good while until I started playing it with you guys again. And um, it'll be like honestly, like I think it'll be a fun stream for like you, Stephen, and I to do in the future. But. Oh my god, no, just the story as a whole. Like, it's one of those things that's like, it's so bad it's good with friends, but if you're watching it on your own, it's just so bad. So yeah, sorry, I'll let you... No, like, as I calm down in the corner, I'll let you. No, it's a fair <laughs> point because I didn't, I didn't realize that. Like, I, I think it's one thing to be interested in the lore mm-hmm. of something. It's another thing for for a company to be like, yeah, you need to read all this. Like, here you go, get get yeah. buy, get your wallets out, yeah. get your wallet out, start buying and start reading up on all this to enjoy our game properly. So yeah. I didn't know about that. So that mm-hmm. that has actually you know, brought the game yeah. down a bit in my estimation. I can't work up vitriol for Halo Five because I just found it boring. Yeah, it's not. My, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's not. I don't think it's a great game. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a fine game. I just mm. found it quite dull, yeah. and I think. I think it suffered from the fact that, like, I think they tried to put too much into it, having like mm. too many different stories and everything. And I think as well, like, it suffered from this big focus on being four player because, as you say, they had to then add all these extra characters in yeah. which which was unnecessary because i don't think there's anything wrong with like if you play like halo one or halo you play halo one you're playing as like two master chiefs mm-hmm. like you know it's fine you yeah. know what was it in halo three it's like one person's a master chief and the other one's the arbiter yeah. then you got two elites that's all fine mm-hmm. like you know there's no need to have like four 
yeah. like named characters. And I think as well, like, because again, I had to read up. I had to read up the story for Halo Five because it's it's completely gone out of my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I, having read it last night, I've honestly forgotten <laughs> it again having read it. But I think mm-hmm. as well, like, what annoyed me reading it again is that, like, so as you say, like, it's it's Master Chief's old team who are also yeah. all Spartan Twos. Mm-hmm. But like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm like 99% certain that the big thing in Halo One was that he was the only Spartan left. Like all the other Spartans have been wiped out. He was the only one that was left. And then it's all of a sudden like, oh no, that he was the only one, but there was also these other three <laughs> who were I don't know, like I don't know, yeah, like McDonald's at the time that you know, I think the fall of Reach was happening. Yeah, I think the thing with that was like, yeah, it's like they never mention any other Spartans, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, in, like, Halo, like, Wars, even, or Halo Reach, like, there's Spartans everywhere. But when it actually comes to, like, the lore and everything about Spartans and things, yeah, Master Chief was, like, obviously because that was the very first, like, couple of games, so you can understand why they would focus on him more yeah. as a single character. But it almost feels as if as soon as 343 got their grubby mitts on it, they're like, oh, we're going to create so many Spartans, you know? Like, yeah, after seeing Reach and probably seeing how successful it was they're like oh we're gonna get all the spartans and reading the books like furiously under the you know like under the blankets <laughs> and bungie coming in with the torch saying okay three four three it's time for bed <laughs> they're like no <laughs> i've got to create a game it honestly just feels like a fan fiction at the end of the day i think that's the worst thing like i mean it is probably similar to how i feel about like things like Star Wars and things, where it's just a whole lot of wasted potential. Like, as I said, like, the whole thing about, like, Master Chief being down on the... Not down in his luck, that's an understatement. <laughs> being, like, blasted halfway across space. So, yeah, the end of... Just the spoilers, but at the end of Halo 3, yeah, he's in, like, half of a ship floating in the middle of nowhere in space. So you can kind of assume that... Yeah, he's, like, in the middle of... Yeah, he's, like, really down on his luck. And then he has to fight the Covenant again. But that whole thing about the psychology behind it... Like, obviously, I don't expect him to go, like, full Citizen Kane or... You know, like, like, I don't expect him to do that. Because at the end of the day, it's a shooter game. And it has to be, like, entertaining first. It has to be good, like, gameplay-wise. And it has to be entertaining and flashy enough to, like, get people's interest. Which they do. They they do that well, like, by jingling their keys. Yeah, it's just, it almost feels as if, like, they could have taken it in such... They could have had their cake and eaten it, I feel, personally. But I feel as if they were either trying to do too much, or, like, in some cases they just went all in, or in the cases where they should have gone all in, they didn't do it enough. Like, for the Diodact, it's like, they created this, like, alien who was this ancient terror, you know, beneath the... Beneath the you know, I don't even know where he was. Probably in his bachelor pad, like quarantining himself yeah and then all of a sudden it's like he comes out and he's like oh sup and you're like what 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 is actually going on in this game <laughs> you're just sitting there like right okay there's this guy he's got psychic powers um he turned all the people that were shooting at me into bad guys okay right um okay oh space yeah exactly and they did like the whole cortana like the AI like going into rampancy, yeah. yeah, like going kind of a bit local, which I have to admit that was interesting. But yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I don't feel as if though it was like enough to save it. If you know what I mean? No, I, I think as well. Like I feel like with three four three industries and mm-hmm. their versions of Halo, it feels like they've kind of caught themselves in this ground of that they want to they want to obviously make a new story and they want to kind yeah. of do new things, mm-hmm. but they they are caught with like the history of Halo and like you know what's yeah. come before and, stuff, and they can't they can't quite like disentangle themselves from it so that they have to keep bringing the Covenant back. Um, yeah. And I think as well, like because I remember Cortana appears in Halo Five, which I think was just like. Un- kind of undermined some of the like stuff in Halo 4. I think Halo yeah. 4 would have been a perfect send off for that character. Yeah. But they have to like, it feels like they can't get rid of it. Like, oh, it's Cortana. You know, you can't have a Halo game without Cortana. Yeah. But you probably could, like, you know, you, you easily could. And I think she actually had, yeah. that character had quite a good end in, in Halo 4. But it just seems they can't, they can't let go. Yeah. <laughs> they can't let go of like, you know, what it is. And perhaps that's part of the problem with being in a, a like an established franchise now. It's, it's I'm, just, I'm, I'm just thinking. Things. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like the kind of personification, like the like image in my head of that, like three four three crying and then Bungie yelling, <laughs> "She's not coming back." back <laughs> and it's just like well i'll write her back into the story and it's like it's exactly like what you're saying i mean it is just 
total nostalgia pandering, I feel. Like it is, it's just total nostalgia bait where it's like, oh, you liked the Covenant. Oh, we've got the Covenant. Oh, you liked um, Spartans. Well, we've got Spartans here. You liked, you know, this and that. And you're like, oh, and one other thing, like, sorry, just before we kind of like move on, but like one more thing. I do not like the designs of the new games. Like, you mean like, uh, what, like the armor and stuff? Yeah, just the armor, the aesthetics. Although the games look beautiful, I feel as if everything's just over designed. I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way but it's like well i i think i think that's actually i think that's actually quite a, a fair critique because i think they're moving back to like they're deliberately moving back to yeah. certainly for master chief his armor design is moving back to be more reminiscent of what it was in halo mm. 2 and halo 3 as opposed to like you know the more kind of over designed yeah. one they've had recently so yeah no like i think mm. that's a fair criticism to make because i was really surprised at that and that kind of moves us on nicely like to our last point about halo infinite yeah like see when i saw the trailer for that coming out and like there was a lot of people complaining about his design and i was like but why like i was looking at it and i was really digging the design and the more kind of simplified yeah thing like don't get me wrong it didn't look like amazing or anything but i mean i actually i really dig the like style that they went for just because it was a oh, lot like more yeah just because it is it's a lot more simple it's like because the way i think about it is you know when a child has a favorite character you know and then yeah. they end up drawing them you know it's like they can draw sonic because he's really simple they can draw mario because he's quite simple and you know they can draw all these characters granted children shouldn't really be playing halo but let's face it they do yeah hey, i did i was nine years yeah. old i played it like... i didn't play it till i was 15 <laughs> Oh god, I really get into stuff late. Yeah, I, I just I'm trying to think of like the armor and like Halo Four and Five, and I just remember it just being an utter cluster. Yeah, of, I'm like, actually look. I was actually looking at some pictures now. Yeah, comparing it, yeah, it, it's a lot more. It's a lot more going on. Yeah, like, kind of un, there's a lot of unnecessary like detail on it. Yeah, um, like so I'm actually bit, quite glad they've moved away from that. Yeah, it's like bits sticking out of it, and you know things yeah. moving around, and you're just like that's what I didn't like as well. So I remember like getting the Forerunner guns for the first time. So Halo Four and Five, they introduced a new enemy type called the Forerunners, and the guns that they use are like they're obviously supposed to be really alien, but it's like when you get them they kind of all like piece apart if you know what I mean like all the bits are flying around and like the scopes kind of hovering on top and I I just I really don't like it Um, and again like I'm not like saying oh because I don't like it everyone has to hate it you know (laughs) it's like because I don't like it but I I really couldn't get into that kind of design and things like that yeah I agree I think it is a bit of an it does suffer from over design in in a way that like the original kind of Halo weapons were like mm-hmm. I still really like the designs and stuff, but again, they don't—they didn't feel like they were really over-designed. They actually felt kind of like just sorry to the words I'm looking for, but they felt kind of—I thought they were really good, like aesthetically good-looking weapons. Yeah. Um, for what they were, like being relatively simple, as opposed to you know, as you say, like mm-hmm. these like weapons with like you know floating like sights and everything. Yeah. And lots of like over-designed and stuff. So yeah, I totally agree. with Because I mean, like even with the Covenant weapons, like they were still outlandish, but they were almost rooted in some kind of logic if you know what i mean like it was still a gun it was like you still got the brute shot which was just a big cannon or you got the needler which you could see the needles at the top like feeding in and things into the gun before it shot like everything kind of made sense even for aliens you know like but there there was some yeah there was some kind of logic and kind of simplified design there but then you got to the forerunners and like halo 4 and 5 and you had all these weird weapons that they introduced and it was just like Nah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like no, nah, I don't like this. I, I do not like this. Well, hopefully they'll yeah. pair if they're pairing down the armor. Hopefully they'll go back to a more simple design with a lot of things. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping so. What are your hopes for you know the future of Halo and in terms of like Halo Infinite as well? I kind of hope, and this is maybe going to be me asking for the impossible here, but I I want mm-hmm. the games. I would like Halo games to evolve to be a bit more different to what they have been. Yeah. And to just take a step, move forward, and try some new things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and again, this is this is where I'm going to be asking for the impossible. But at the same time, yeah. keep that to to keep that kind of Halo feel. Yeah. Like you know, it's fine to change, and I think they should evolve a bit mm-hmm. and and try and change with the times. But don't jettison everything and don't lose like the identity 
yeah. what a Halo game is. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I can say this not being a game designer and not working on this, so I can ask for, for all these things <laughs> without having to properly explain them. But you want, I don't know, like, I want to play a game that feels, and I'm trying to think if I can think of an example. Mm. So maybe something like, maybe something like, I quite, I quite enjoyed, like, the, the last kind of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. It was a bit more different to what it had been, but it kind of brought back elements and i was like okay this kind of feels like a more kind of classic call of duty in many ways so i kind of want something like yeah. that with the, with the halo games and i'd like to see them push the boundary a bit more and don't feel that you have to like you have to like stay kind of trapped in the confines of the halo universe and what's been before and the, or we have to yeah. have cortana and we have to have the covenant and we have to have mm. all this sort of stuff like feel free to take some chances with it because i think it needs to take some chances with halo 5 just being mm-hmm. like the kind of dull game it was like whether whether you just thought it was dull mm-hmm. like me or whether you you really didn't like you really took to against it like you did like it, it mm-hmm. was it, it was a dull game that that felt like it was pushing things in the in the wrong direction but also at the yeah. same time being trapped by old things so i wanted to see them move on a bit try new things but at the same time keep keep that halo feel right. you know like and make it fun just make it fun to play with friends as well because i think that's what it needs to be right? no definitely i mean it almost feels as if they're kind of shackled by you know, like the old games. I mean, as I said, with Halo 1 to 3, that was like a kind of contained story about the Master Chief. And it's like, obviously they want some continuity, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like the end of the third game, again, spoilers, <laughs> what is that, about 14 years later? Yeah, as well, watch streams then, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, 16... 14, sorry, years later. Yeah, so Halo 3 ends by, I think, like, you end up escaping in a spaceship and it gets, like, cut in half. Yeah. So the idea is, like, half of the ship is thrown into, like, the far, like, reaches of space. Like, nobody knows where the Master Chief is. They think, oh, he's dead, you know. And it turns out he's, like, chilling in a pod. Just, like, yeah, he's doing nothing. He's just, like, chilling and waiting until they find civilization again. And that is so interesting because it's, like... You've got this whole completely unexplored area of space. You think you could do so much with that. It's like, what aliens is it going to meet? You know, what creatures, what life is it going to find, you know? And then literally the first level is, oh, we got more Covenant. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Just straight back into the, into yeah. the same old formula. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay. Okay, the Covenant. Okay, fair enough. And yeah, it is. It's like just going back into your comfy shoes. You know, it's like dressing up in a, you know, suit or something. You're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to make a real impression. And then coming in your slippers because you're just like, oh, they're comfy. And you're just like, no, move away. Set your own identity. And it's like, yeah, it's almost as if they can't let go. Honestly, the more and more I talk about this, the more it feels as if, like, 343 really need to, like, go for <laughs> kind of, like, relationship counselling to be yeah. like, let them go. Like, make your own thing. Make your own life. Because it is. It's like clinging uh, on to these, like, small tidbits and trying to make it their own. And it's like, I mean, there's some bits in the game that it really, like, they do shine through. Like, as much as I've kind of been ranting on 343 saying, oh, bad game, you know, they do have good elements in it. And they do have, like, good bits of game design, so it's like, they can do it, it's just, how are they going to do it? Uh, So, yeah, I kind of hope as well, like, for Halo Infinite, I almost feel as if, though, like, kind of quickly going back to that point, it's like, Halo 3 did exactly the same, where it was like, so, you know, the first one, you fight the Covenant, the second one, there's the schism in the Covenant, and then the third one, your main antagonist in the Covenant are the Brutes, and it almost feels as if it's similar to this, in 4, you've got the Forerunners and the Covenant, and the fifth one, you've also got the Covenant, like, kicking about and then in the sixth one oh it's the like splinter faction i think of the brutes and it's like "Ah, no (laughs) do something else please oh it's just there's so many things they could do and again like i'm not like saying that like oh you know my suggestion is right and everything because i must admit it must be a really tough job for them like having all that pressure for a series that's so beloved by a lot of people to like create something that stands out yeah yeah it it must be hard yeah i wouldn't want (laughs) to I wouldn't want to have that job. Well, it's, I seem yeah. like one of the directors has left the game now. I think it's in a bit of really, oh, in a bit of turmoil. It's in a bit of turmoil. I think at the minute, like yeah. um, it should it should have been out by now. I think. No, it's Mike Julia plan for it. Yeah. Now it's in the same place as Cyberpunk. <laughs> 
which is something we'll probably be able to talk about someday when it comes out. Oh, but, that's true. Yeah. Eventually we'll get around to it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Between that and Halo Infinite. And I suppose that that will be on Game Pass, won't it? Should be, hopefully. I mean, I, I think that's what they, they plan to do. Can't wait. It's kind of been on the Game Pass, so yeah, there you go. That's thank be. you, Microsoft. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, as always, guys, thank you all so, so much for dropping into the second episode of Chatsunami. I, I was going to say, wow, I can't believe it, but it's only been two episodes. <laughs> I can't like, believe wow. it. Wow, <laughs> it feels like last week. <laughs> When I was sitting exactly here. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, thank you so much again, Adam, for like joining me here. No, thank you so you much don't. for having me. Like, you know, like I'm always I'm always happy to talk about like talk about mm. good good moments from the childhood and good moments from <laughs> from gaming. So thank you so much. Oh, definitely. 